0: Welcome to the J Train Podcast, this is J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from the Comedy Store in West Hollywood, California, that's right, we're still here people, it's LA week again, put on those shades, <laughs> because the J Train is on the West Coast, we're getting ahead so that you have, I put away a lunch for you, I packed, I packed your podcast kiddos, <laughs> I packed you up! Made sure you had your snacks and your sandwich and your drink box. That's right. Papa JT don't leave you hanging. Some podcasts will be like, I'll give them a I'll give them a, a special episode, very special repeat. No, 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 no. That's called a very special lazy podcaster. They don't give a shit about you. Papa JT nuzzles you in my arm, puts you to my teeth, lets you drink the milk. That's right. Every Tuesday and Friday. That's how we do. That's why you tell a friend, woo! It feels good when you make it your Instagram story. Oh, you know what it feels like? It feels like I'm walking through a meadow and little tiny trolls are down below me going, J train, J train. And they're holding feathers. And then I I squat down and I let those trolls feather the seam of my nuts up and down all around towards the anus. Close enough, maybe a little too close. That's what it feels like, people. <laughs> Feather my nuts. Make it your Instagram stories. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Friend, friend. Tell a friend. Friend, 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 friend. Tell a friend. Friend, 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 friend. friend, Tell a friend. Don't be a dick. <laughs> We're here every Tuesday <laughs> and Friday. I'm very excited about today's guest and OKP. This is what we did. This is what we did. We went to LA and I said, "Let me get. Let me call. Let me call some people I know. It's going to work out with." Yeah, let me call some people that know the show. Yeah, that we can that uh, my, my my homies that can come on and nail it that I wouldn't be able to get back in New York. Last episode, Blair Saki killed it. This episode, Pete Lee. Thank yes. you for coming on.
1: I think this is my third episode. You've my been third? on a bunch. You're an yeah. OKP. Yeah, I'm an OKP. I like that original key player. Yeah, I I love that. I, I'm feathering your nuts. Feathered That's
0: what I'm doing. as fuck feathered Great to fun. See you, P.
1: it's so good to see you. you um you texted us last night we were at dinner at nobu brag i and- mean
0: what a what they talk like it, there's a you know what's funny is like there was a point i missed the joke but AirPods were like whoa whoa flexing you're flexing with some airpods i'm like uh they're fucking hundred dollar earphones that work every time and are fantastic they're worth the investment if you use them every day that's less than that's less than a dot that's less three a dollar divided by 365 yeah okay
1: whatever that is
0: whatever that is that's how much it costs okay i think you can fucking put put away the money for some airpods no boo yeah. Now that's flexing. You texted me, Nobu. I, I literally, I was alone eating myself, and I go, I just looked at everyone and I go, Ooh, Nobu. And they're like, What? So
1: yeah, it's uh yeah Robert De Niro owns it. It's uh, like one of the fanciest sushi places, and I was skeptical. Jamie mm. was like, "Let's go to Nobu." She went there with her her uh, her mom and Annie mm-hmm. Letterman the week before.
0: Now Jamie is your girlfriend.
1: Jamie is my girlfriend. You she's sitting together. in the corner. She's sitting in the corner, just staring at her phone like a millennial. I
0: <laughs> I, I I'm a big fan of Jamie. I am happy you're here. Off off mic. Yeah, but we're gonna, she's gonna judge us. Like she's on, Mike. I can see it. Yeah, people can they can
1: hear her silence. They can they can <laughs> feel that she's wearing a cool beanie hat because it's less than sixty the degrees beanie in L.A. In
0: L.A. Wow, I know everyone's in on the beanie in L.A. Here's how big of a pussy you didn't I am. do it.
1: No, uh, but I did uh, actually two days ago. It was in the forties, and I did wear like a winter hat. Did you really? I wore a winter hat here, Dude, and a winter jacket. You
0: You're from Wisconsin. <laughs>
1: Dude, like you're not even from like you went full on Maniscalco, aren't you embarrassed? I I mean, I, I, (laughs) I, I'm, I'm serious. I, (laughs) I am, I am. Like I, I became a, aren't you embarrassed? I just felt him in the walls here. I I know, but
0: come on, you're from Wisconsin. I
1: became a pussy, a weather pussy, so hard here very quickly because every like you'll fly out on the road. No, this
0: is something that someone from your high school would listen to and go. Yo, Pete's changed, you know. Yeah. Pete, like, yeah, pizza. Pete's
1: Pete's really changing. You know, Did- we used to just go for <laughs> fish fries on Friday and now he's eating now he's eating like fancy fish. <laughs> I heard that fish has uh, gold dust in he, it. He knows Robert De Niro, you know. <laughs> yeah, we we were sitting next to John Malkovich at dinner, uh, and it was weird because I was looking. Yeah, and I was looking around the place like, wow, this place is really cool. Cause they have like trees inside that are made out of like fiber optics, and love it. You're just you're looking around going, this place is so cool. And then once I realized that this big star was next to us, like the the one of the ladies that was sitting there eating with him silently. Like they were, they didn't, su- they didn't speak. They were having a silent dinner with. That one might mean another. they've been married for thirty years. Well, it was. You ever see an old couple eat together? That's like they don't even know each other. Yeah. Y- well, we've we've definitely experienced that lately with people sitting next to us. But this was three people. So it was, oh. it was him. <laughs> And two other people that were eating silently. No one spoke. No one spoke. Like, you know those rules when you're on a movie set that, like, don't speak unless the star speaks to you? No, I've I've never... (laughs) I don't know if that's what it was. I haven't done a lot of movies with Kathy Bates. No, I I
0: don't... know from that but I, I I can understand I guess it was it, have you
1: been on a movie set where they said don't speak unless the star speaks to you yeah I was uh um I was on the Prairie Home Companion movie that was like I I, I had a I had like eight lines in it and they you all got did? cut out yeah but when the when the movie opens I'm coiling a rope uh, I had no idea yeah I was on that movie set and there were there were like the most stars and they told me they're like just on the movie set like, if Meryl Streep, uh, like, if she's not speaking to you, don't talk to her, just, like... And not her specifically, but, but just, they, like, anybody. They're y- like, this you're is You're just saying, etiquette. like,
0: all the... If they're in the first ten people on the the credits... Yeah, don't talk no, to them. No, don't talk to them.
1: If they come over to you, that's fine. Uh, but you can't walk over to them, and, like...
0: I do understand the idea. Here's where I'll empathize. Like, that's one of those things that someone here that go, right, bunch of asshole celebrity... I do understand that if everyone is allowed to come up to them, you'll be sitting there doing Instagram pictures
1: all day long. Like so, it,
0: someone will break if that rule doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, and I have Midwestern dad energy, mm-hmm. you know, where I walk up to a cashier and I'm like, nice day, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: I would be doing my comment. I I, I used to give out this advice, the, the comment talk, where you say something into the ether, Uh-huh. and if they want to talk to you, they'll like <laughs> catch on to it. So you just go like... Man, it's hot in here Just like you, you could be saying that to yourself Yeah, man and then, Yeah, it's hot in here And then they go And then if someone wants to talk to you They'll go It really is hot in here And you go Now nah, I'm in
1: Yeah But I would do that See, but you're cool You have coolness about you When I say that When I do that technique It sounds like in Dumb and Dumber <laughs> When he comes out of the shop And there's those cool black guys there And he goes Big gulps, eh? <laughs> All right, see you later. Yeah. Well, like, see you later. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. See you later. That's what my vibe is with that. Like, me, if <laughs> nobody that meets me without knowing that I have a coolness factor from comedy. Thinks I'm cool right away. I think you look cool. You got oh. the jacket on. I, I think you got a cool look right now. I think you're, oh. you're, you're you got some cool factor. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, the first thing you do when you move to L. A. is you buy a light jacket. Light jacket. That's everybody mm. here. And the beanie. And the beanie. Yeah. So so hold on. You're at Nobu. We're at Nobu. Uh, John Malkovich is uh, is beside an us, an arms length away, an arms length silently away, silently eating, silently with eating with two people. Yeah,
0: that's funny because <laughs> one person would be like, they're married. They don't. They've got nothing else to talk about. Two people, you're like, all right, something
1: happened. It's absolutely hilarious. They're having a meditation meal apparently (laughs) where they're just feeling the noodles as they slurp them down. And I'm looking around the restaurant and then the lady that's with with him is looking at me like, stop staring at the celebrity. Uh, And I didn't even notice that it was him yet. And then I went, ah. But then I was bummed out because I was like, well, now I can't look around. Because yeah, now he's here, I, so now my field of vision is You act like you're looking
0: at him, then it's a thing, it's in your head. I understand that completely. And yeah. the
1: part of me that's funny wants to just turn to him and like start him like like this. Yeah, just, just like, like a tourist. Like, sure. I mean, oh my, my, my
0: mom would go, my mom is the type of person that would march right up to him <laughs> and go, not know who he is, but know that he was famous. I would go, Mom, there's something over there. And she'll go, Who? <laughs> and I'll go no 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 and then she'll she'll uh, she'll go who and then she'll get up <laughs> walk to him and go who are you <laughs> I don't my son knows you yeah. that's what my mom would do yeah. so I do understand do you know my son he has a podcast that happened very recently. successful no, that comedian happened, that happened recently and I wanted to the ske- my skeleton wanted to jump here's what happened okay my mom I'm doing um I'm uh I'm in Florida visiting for Thanksgiving with my mm-hmm. parents. And they're in a little community. So I go to like the bar with my mom to have a drink, the yeah. happy hour. So we're sitting there and the, my mom will look someone in the eye and just stare at them. Even when she doesn't know their name, she'll go, "I know you." And the woman looks at her and goes, "Yeah, we like hung out for like a whole day yesterday, Kim. I know you, Kim." <laughs> and then she goes, my mom just like <laughs> staring at her as the woman goes, "It's Lisa." Like has to feed her the name. Like, she, it's oh as if my mom went, God. line, That's line. great. So, so then she goes, Lisa, remember we spent the, and she goes, oh, Lisa. And my mom's like, she's the best, she's like, this is why she's such a character. She then hugs the woman, like, of course, Lisa. Like, you just re- forgot, you just totally dismantled, forgot her name, but then they're like, of course. Huge hug and a kiss, and the Lisa's with her son.
1: Oh, my so God. So Lisa
0: goes, this is my son, blankety blank. And then she goes, this is my son, Jared. And she goes, my mom looks at the son and goes, do you like comedy? Oh, no. And 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 what? And then she goes, that, do you know? Do you know that guy? Do you know oh, ja- Jared God. Freed?
1: Oh, my God. Oh. Right?
0: I wanted to jump out of my skin. And I looked at her, I go, why would you do that to me? Like I'm, like, I'm like, this is like horrifying. Like, my girlfriend Jess was there with me. She goes, you're getting so awkward. I was like, yeah, I can't. Like, I was like, This, because at that moment, first of all, and I go, she goes, what? He said he liked comedy. I go, yeah. No one says no. I don't like comedy. Yeah, that's like Um, no one's gonna look at you and go, I hate comedy. And then just because, and then also because they like comedy doesn't mean they know every comedian that's ever done it. And that person's not looking at me, going, he thinks I know who the fuck he
1: is. And I'm like, no, I don't want any of this. (laughs) No, you're you're like immediately realizing that that's awkward. If the guy, if the kid knew who you were to begin, he would have said it. He would have been like, oh, hey, he probably would have walked up first. And of then course. Like, when your mom was, my mom, Lisa. Yeah. When yeah, your mom gonna, was going, do I know you? He'd yeah. be like, I know you. Yeah. Like right away, he'd be like, I know you. I, I know that guy.
0: So that happened and she's like, you know, and I, listen, I'm not mad at her. This is, that's a loving thing. She wants yeah. to see that later, the, the next night we went for dinner, my mom and dad are across the table. A, a woman comes up to me and she's like, hey, I love the podcast. Uh, I just want to say, are you Jared Fried? I just want to say hi. My mom's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's your name? Like, my mom is like, she's like, let me take a picture. Get in for a picture. I'm like, on her, on my mom's phone. Yeah. What's it? Where's this picture going?
1: Where is this picture going to go? I go, Mom,
0: where are you going to put the picture of me and this random girl who who I'm appreciative of? But the girl and I want the same thing. We want to have nice interaction, then goodbye. Yeah. That's, she wants what I want. Now, that's I'm, I'm not saying this because I didn't want to meet her, but I'm saying this because I go to my mom, I go, Where what are you gonna do? You gonna put that on the mantle? And people are gonna come over and go, Oh, that's Jared and his girlfriend? You go, No, 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 that's a random girl who recognized him once.
1: Like, <laughs> is that what you're gonna say? What what is your mom gonna do in the moment, learn how to airdrop and then <laughs> try it. to send it to her? I send
0: her, I go, I go, what are you gonna get, Exchange numbers and text, you know, mm-hmm. check in on each other two weeks from now? <laughs> so I don't know. Every day is harder than the last. Um we're here
1: <laughs> yeah my dad so, my dad is sorry to cut you, off, no, do you but my, my dad uh, your dad he, must do same thing my, my dad saw Jim Gaffigan on 60 Minutes and then yeah. he calls me and he's like my dad first of all repeats words he'll be like hello hello okay hello hello Peter yeah uh, I had an idea idea uh, <laughs> I saw Jim Gaffigan on 60 Minutes and I think that he is somebody that you should connect with and I'm like dad <laughs> I know Jim Gaffigan. Uh, I don't wouldn't say I wouldn't say that he's a friend, but he's definitely sure. an acquaintance. When we see one another, we say hi. We uh, we shake hands after shows whatever and he's like, "Well, I think that it would be a great career move if you wrote Jim Gaffigan a letter." <laughs> a letter. Just write him a letter. Well, this is like where that R- whole
0: okay yeah. boomer <clears throat> thing has a point. But it's like really me. It's like also like annoying. I I don't live in the world of, like, I'm on Team OK Boomer. Yeah. But this is where... Like, my dad once told me to uh, I should put an ad on buses for the J-Train podcast. And I was like, in theory... There's something, it, it's tough with people that give you ideas that are in theory good, but you know don't work.
1: You know don't work. You know how expensive it would be. You know that the reach of a bus ad isn't that. Isn't this isn't that just how it gets out there. It's, it's way better to buy an Instagram ad that can be targeted by demo <laughs> and geo. Uh, and then, and, and then and he's sitting there going, geo demo. Yeah. Like he doesn't
0: even know, you know.
1: So your your dad wants bus ads and my dad is like, <laughs> write him a letter. Could you imagine if Jim Gaffigan, who's like, I have an acquaintance, Pete Lee, and he wrote me a letter. Like he's Santa yeah, he wrote me a letter <laughs> thinking that we could do some career opportunities I mean, together. It's, it's Jim and Gaffigan. Also,
0: what are the what do you think is gonna happen? What is he like what's the next what do you write in the letter?
1: No more eye contact. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, there was eye contact between Jim Gaffigan and I, and there's gonna be no that. more of that. He's gonna walk off stage and see me and be like, Oh, that's the letter guy. Here's
0: the thing that Pete's not saying. Yeah. He is a very accomplished comic that Jim Gaffigan would probably say very nice things about. And I think you guys should all follow Pete. If you don't already, at Pete Lee, Pete Lee, Pete Lee. That's Pete Lee three times on Instagram. Um, I'm going to post a picture of us. I'm going to put it up with his tag and all that stuff. You should all follow him. Thank you. He's been on The Tonight Show how many times?
1: Five times now.
0: Five times, okay? You don't just get on The Tonight Show in in the first place. Yeah. You don't just get on The Tonight Show because you're not great and fantastic and hilarious. You don't get on The Tonight Show five times because you're not fantastic and hilarious. So- do we understand what I'm saying here? Yeah. Everyone needs to go follow Pete Lee. He's an amazing comic, and he's going to be in Raleigh 12-12, December 12th through 14th at the Raleigh Improv. Go, go, go. I know you live out there, Raleigh people, because I was just there with Michelle Wolf, and a lot of you came. So Raleigh Improv, uh, December 12th through 14th. And then the Brea Improv, uh, What's Bre- where's Brea?
1: Brea, babe, where's Brea? <laughs> I'm still I so new to California that so I'm like. So it's in California. I know it's here. It's east of here, right? So towards Orange County. Well,
0: I would assume. I would assume anyone listening who heard Brea. Knows, knows
1: it The geography of California yeah, so I've been there before I did the Google Maps I followed it on my maps It's it's in the LA area But not close enough That you would come To the Hollywood Improv There you go Go to the Brea Improv If the you're 19 in the 19th through
0: area. 22nd So all of that can be found On Pete Lee's Instagram At Pete Lee Pete Lee Pete Lee At Pete Lee Pete um, Lee Pete Lee As for me your Papa JT um, I'm gonna be coming To some towns um, Right now We are doing this On the 10th uh, This is out on the 10th of December if you're in Houston, Dallas, and Austin, the next three days we'll be doing live up podcasts. Then I'm coming to Springfield, Mass, uh, December 26th through 28th, Naples, Florida, uh, January 2nd through 5th, and then Salt Lake City, Utah, Buffalo, 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 Nashville, San Diego, uh,
1: Boston, uh, New York there we go so isn't that funny you just went through that when you're at a party and somebody goes so where have you been you're like i don't fuck, I, I don't, don't even know. know i, I have <laughs> no idea you know how many places i've been how I many know. planes i've been on it's where it's are, every week but you know what been traveling
0: i <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> jaredfree.com jaredfree.com if any of those cities rang a bell for you come on out come on out let's do some show you ready
1: let's do some show j
0: train podcast at gmail.com, J-trainpodcast at gmail.com. Am I the home wrecker or is this his fault? Please help. Oh, God. Hi, Daddy J Train. Feather, Feather. I've been a fan of the pod for years, and I'm so grateful for you spicing up my shitty on-campus job every <laughs> Tuesday and Friday. Now, on to my home-wrecking <laughs> issue. I could seriously use some advice from a guy's perspective. Well, you have two dudes right here mm-hmm. on an issue that came up during this Thanksgiving break. Backstory. I'm a senior in college, and I've been good with friends with this guy since my freshman year of high school, which was his sophomore year of high school. So she's a senior in college, which will make this guy out of college. I had a huge crush on him for... All of high school, but nothing ever happened with him until I went to college and we started to hook up whenever I was home for a break. This stopped about a year and a half ago and I hadn't really talked to him since until this Thanksgiving break. This happens all the time. Mm -hmm. You get that pre-Thanksgiving DM to try and make your bed for Thanksgiving break. It happens all over this great nation of ours. I went out on Thanksgiving Eve. He kept messaging me, asking me where I was and if we could see each other. We didn't end up meeting up. We didn't end up meeting up that night, but the next morning he texted me saying he was bummed he couldn't see me and asked to hang out while I was home. I agreed, and he asked to go to a Christmas tree farm place the next day. Side note, I know it sounds weird, but it's a thing for couples to do, to go there during the holidays, lol. I hit him up with a soft maybe. After taking a while longer, he hit me up with, you know I have a girlfriend, right? Ha ha ha. What? (coughs) Oh. Um, okay. Okay. I mean, his text, you know I have a girlfriend, ha, ha, ha. That's him letting you know something. I mean, obviously he's letting you know something, but I'm saying he's getting ahead of something. I, of course, didn't know and was super confused since it seemed to you as being flirty over text. Turns out they have been dating for almost a year. I told him I didn't, and then he proceeded to ask, so I guess that means you don't want to go out with me tomorrow, then, which confused me even more because he was the one who asked me to go out, uh, not the other way around. Long story short, we ended up hanging out the next night. Uh, the whole time we were together, he would switch between talking about his girlfriend and the fights that they have to asking me about my recent hookups while also bringing up how he used to, we used to hook up a couple years ago. Overall, super weird night, but the weirdest was when he dropped me off. He looked at me and said, I'm going to tell you something that will probably make me a bad person, but all night I've been thinking about kissing you, even though I know I can't. I literally did not know how to respond and just told him, yeah, no, you can't do that. And got out of his car. And as I was walking up to my door, he rolled down his window and said, I had a really fun time tonight. I'll see you over winter break, okay? And drove off. Needless to say, I am incredibly confused. I have a feeling I'm just his backup plan in case he he and his girlfriend don't work out. But why would he be so forward about it? I attach pictures below for reference. Um, Whoa. So there's her. She's very cute. Um,. Yeah, I don't know if we
1: needed. I don't know if we needed the pictures. I don't feel like those are for reference. I feel like she wants you to see her in a swimsuit. I, I, is, I feel like those are for you. I don't know. Sometimes people send pictures for classic shelb
0: to do some celeb lookalikes. They didn't ask for that. Yeah. Um, she did send two emails, and one was with the pictures, and one was without. She. I mean, I appreciate her email. I think it brings up a lot of uh interesting topics. What do you think? Um, First
1: of all, I don't think she's a home wrecker. At most, she's an apartment wrecker. Yeah, yeah. Like this guy's not living with his girlfriend in a home. Uh, I think this guy is either a cheater or he's like a lily pad guy, where he's, he jumps from one relationship to the next. Mm. And so, if you are going to be with this guy, uh, beware. I think that he would he might do the same thing to you, where he goes he tries to start something before he ends it. Um, I also I just I just feel like all of these moves are a little too slick and a little too uh, like it, it felt like he has uh, a protocol for this you know what it, you know I
0: agree with you the mm-hmm. slickness of the moons mean he's not slick to me oh. this is a guy who doesn't have um, I and I've been talking about this has been kind of a theme lately because it's been on my mind the ability for men who are don't have quote unquote game mm. to use the dating apps, but in this case, old hookups to play the game.
1: Uh.
0: So it's like, he, he had this relation, basically this guy wants to hook up with other people that's not his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You are someone who has said yes in the past, so he knows that you're a soft landing spot. Uh, you're a place that has agreed to his penis before (laughs) so the turn down you're not gonna look at him and go you ew yeah you're gonna look at him and go you i don't know you know you'll be more agreeable it won't be ew so that's why he plays like the way he is with you is like it's a more com- He can't be this confident with any other woman.
1: Yeah, his his text wasn't really a booty call. It was like a Cyber Monday email from Best Buy, you know, <laughs> being like, "You've bought from stuff before. Yes. You gave us the email. Totally. We've totally scored. Let's do it again.
0: Let's do it again, and come over." But also, just so you know, this doesn't last long. Yeah, you know, this Best Buy offer only for a day <laughs> because I got. Cause the door's closed tomorrow because the new manager, co- the old manager comes back. The like old... it's like the old manager's away, so that's why we're doing this deal. Yeah, it, it's and what what's maniacal about it is he does this thing where he's holding the food in his hand mm-hmm. and going, "You can eat it. Uh, uh, it's for someone else, but you can eat it."
1: Yeah, this isn't my food. And
0: then it's you. He did everything but kiss you because. He wanted it to be where you made this happen.
1: Yeah, he made it about her morals and not his. Exactly. Instead of, if he was honest, he would have gone, hey, I'm a scumbag and I think that, um, or I really feel like I need to get out of this relationship and maybe I'm afraid to be alone and I need some comfort right now and I know that I'm not going to be with her long term um, so yeah. I want to do this, but like, no girl is going to buy that cell. No, They're going to no, no, buy no. this mystery and in- intrigue of like, oh, we can't, oh my God, we can't. I know this makes me a
0: bad person. He doesn't mean that. He's going, I'm letting you know, I know Uh this is bad, but if you'll do it, I'll do it. That's like, and and that to me is like a guy who has no game. Yeah. This is a guy who's afraid to be alone. As you said, he's a lily pad jumper. Mm -hmm. So he's afraid to be single. So his plan is to never be single, but always act like he could be single. Yes. So that's his way of hooking up with multiple people, which doesn't matter how little game you have guys want to do. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I'm sorry to say that. So to me, to, to me, you dodged a bullet. You're not a homewrecker. I'd stop talking with this guy. I, I would say that anytime he messages you, it's because you, it's not that you're easy, but you're an easy option for him, for him. Don't make, I'm not saying you're an easy, like, Oh, you hook up all the time. I'm saying mm-hmm. for him, it's easy.
1: Yeah. And, I just also don't think I I think that he's he's literally advertising himself as dangerous but like, oh this is I'm bad, you know, like I'm bad, this is dangerous, but he's not a dangerous guy. He's actually a really boring guy. Yeah, does, yeah, that's what He I'm doesn't saying. do yeah, cocaine, exactly. he he doesn't have a motorcycle, no. he, he's probably not tattooed, he's probably he's probably not a dangerous guy at all. He's creating the illusion of danger. Yes, absolutely. And if if that same guy were to commit to her hardcore, she probably would start to lose interest. That's the thing, though. That's this
0: is back to what I was saying about um, this guy with no game using the the landscape to be a game mm-hmm. guy. He he doesn't. It's just not. This isn't. He's trying to play this game. You know, if he was a real fucking guy with game, he'd be like. He wouldn't have the girlfriend. He'd call you before Thanksgiving and drop you after. And you would know what it is. Yeah. And so now this is more (laughs) destructive. What he's doing is more destructive because he lives in the land of I love yous. Not in the I want to fuck yous.
1: Yeah, you had a post recently about uh, a guy who's used to being in a relationship, being single, and then he like gets people into relationships right away because he doesn't have he has relationship game. He yeah, doesn't have it, single guy. That's game. exact. Yes, it was. Someone I'm quoting asked, you but, to you. I appreciate that. I <laughs> no,
0: but it, that is true. It's. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up because I do mean that. Like having relationship. He's yeah. This guy's a girlfriend guy. So the the danger of dating someone who's recently out of a relationship mm-hmm. is that their game is made for relationships. They fuck women based on how they knew how to fuck their girlfriend yeah so it was like telling them i love you and bringing you out for dinner and treating you and and going how are your parents so they were doing all the things that your that their girlfriend would do that they would make that their girlfriend would be like this is why i suck his dick yeah now they're doing it with you newbie and you're like wow it happened so fast now i'm in a relationship with a guy who just broke up with someone. It's like, yeah. Because he pursued you like you would
1: pursue a girlfriend. Yeah, first date, he's like, I got you a house key. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com We're sponsor people. Woo! It's holiday season, and noom is what you need. It's getting in shape isn't about losing weight, it's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Whether that's more stamina to keep up with your busy life, finally getting into those goal genes, being more in tune with your body's needs, or practicing more self care. What if you could use one program for all your health and weight loss needs? No more hunting for training apps, workouts, um, training apps, or workout apps, or calorie trackers and meal plans. Plus, add a goal specialist and a community of members to keep you motivated and accountable. It's like a workout bestie all in one place. Listen, I love Noom um, because I do believe in what they're pushing. I believe that to make a change, you got to learn, you got to read, you have to have these habits develop. Noom is about creating new habits. It's not about following some strict guideline. It's about, so like I used to have oatmeal and a protein shake in the morning every Mm -hmm. day. Okay. And that was when I was really on my health game. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I got all, I started just having the shake and not the oatmeal. And then- I ended up eating more later in the day. I would just get to a point where I was just fat. And now I'm back to obi I'm like, oh, this is what feeling full is all about. Yeah. And now I'm eating Obi-Wan. It's like, this is the type of thing Noom is trying to get at. It's like, here's what you think is the right thing to do. Here's mm-hmm. why it's not going to work for you. Yeah. And this idea that is counterintuitive, eating a breakfast that is 500 calories in the morning, you go, well, that's a lot. No, 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 no. You have to have it.
1: You have to have that because you think you're losing weight when you're starving. You're and like, oh my it. god, I'm so I'm losing weight, and then you check the scale the next day and you've gained four pounds. That's a because you binged at eleven p.m.
0: And Noom is a habit changing solution that helps users de- develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. So I'm. A huge fan of Noom, one of the biggest and most accurate food databases available that lets you track meal habits, visualize portion size, and see calorie density at a glance. You're a human. If you go off track, there's no shaming, just tips to help you get back on track tomorrow. That's what I love about Noom. There's a little ping in your side. It's your annoying aunt being Mm -hmm. like, weigh in. Come on. So you don't have to change it all one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, mcom slash J-Train. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash J-Train. Noom.com slash J-Train. Noom.com slash J-Train to start your trial today. That's Noom.com slash J-Train, the last weight loss program you will
1: need. Woo! <laughs> all of a sudden you turned into a tornado that's right (laughs) Uh, get out of the
0: comedy store (laughs) where they were Pete Lee very excited to have Pete Lee here at Pete Lee Pete Lee Pete Lee Mm -hmm. Raleigh December 12th through 14th Bray Improv 12th uh, December 19th through
1: 22 Mm -hmm. go 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 he's
0: been on the tonight show
1: five Five I'm. times. Will they? Uh, if you're also prone to listening to podcasts, will you check out our podcast, what the didn't Snuggle you, Storm what Podcast? did you say something? I should have said something. I should have said the I'm, Snuggle Storm. The Snuggle Storm. Uh, when does so, it release? What days? Um, it. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> it. Uh, we are on a very irregular Uh-oh. schedule, and but, I talk shit about people with irregular schedules in the beginning. I know, but I I wouldn't have done that whole spiel. You, no, you I should talk about behind your back. You should. You should shame us because we've been on an irregular schedule, and we're starting to release them right. Regularly. You're always
0: together. What are you talking about? How did you
1: not? Well, we um, it's uh, it's there's no excuse. There's, there's no, no excuse, excuse for not releasing them regularly. But uh, give us what do you guys do? It's it's uh, you and Jamie. So Jamie's a psych nurse practitioner, okay. and then we sit down with a famous comedian, and then uh, we talk psych stuff. It's basically like um, like if you went to a first therapist visit with a therapist, and then there was a comedian sitting next to the therapist. Jamie, is there problems with me
0: dispensing advice out of my ass? for you as a as a professional.
1: Absolutely. She absolutely said no. no. She okay. said absolutely.
0: I mean, I say it's out of my ass. I don't really. I, I'm not professing myself to be any. No. All right. What you doing is great. Okay, good.
1: I've been to some really shitty therapists that have actually gone through training that you give way better advice. Than I them. appreciate that. There there are a lot of terrible therapists. There was this therapist that used to work at the stand and I remember being like, "How do you listen all day?" And she's like, "I don't." Oh my God. And you're actually caring and listening and um <laughs> Can you
0: imagine witnessing that conversation like, Oh, there's my therapist, and then you just see her see her go, I don't listen to any of these fucking idiots. You're like, oh my God.
1: Yeah, and um Jamie's Jamie's absolutely amazing at her job and uh and so it's it I makes would for think a cool that podcast. Being a
0: psychiatrist is like being a podcast listener. Like you're just listening to podcasts all so you know, like just these people with wacky and you get should to I, give medications. Should, should
1: I? Uh, uh, she does mostly medications. All okay. Right. Let's she, do it. Let's go should, to the next email. Yeah. Um, Situation
0: Judas. Hey, Jay, love your podcast and your comedy, Feather Feather. Need some help with this guy. Canadian female listener here. I met this guy in August when a big group went to a friend of a friend's cabin for one night. All right. Some a cabin dick. Uh, this guy didn't talk to me all night. In fact, I talked more to one of the other guys. Thought nothing of it, moved on with my life, and forgot about it when I started university again in the fall. Fast forward to Halloween, I got invited to my friend's party. She had also invited this guy and his friends. His friends came, but he did not come. I found him on Instagram the next day and tossed him a follow. He DM'd me one second after accepting. We started talking for about two weeks. He invited me to come see his band play at a bar. When I went with my friend he and had a great time. I went with my friend and had a great time. He talked to me as much as he could, considering he was busy and also emceeing the night. Fast forward again, he invites me over to his house, and we make out. No funny business, really. Everything was fine. He, moving, he was moving houses a few days later, so he said to me, when I'm all settled in my new house, we can make plans, and maybe I can take you on a date. <laughs> Ooh, that's got a feel. And maybe I can take you on a date. Was they me? already
1: made out, and he's like, maybe I'll we say, could go to dinner.
0: We plan a date. Date comes around, and he cancels day off because he's, quote, unquote, sick. That's all fine. We now have been talking for a month. He continually says he thinks we're very similar and get along well. He has not rescheduled a date. Last Friday, this is November 29th, we were supposed to have a double date with one of his friends and my friend. My friend backs out because she was uncomfortable with going to this guy's house on first meeting. Understandable. So I go anyways. The night goes on fine, though it's kind of weird to be there with three guys. Like the opening of a bad porno. I noticed my guy has been texting his ex all night. They broke up in May after six years of dating. I brush it off because he did tell me they still talk and she moved moved away. By the end of the night, he tells me to go to the basement. We're messing around and end up sleeping together. I go home and don't feel bad about it, and instantly, I I go home and don't feel great about it, and instantly regret it. I decided to act normally as if I had no problem. Sunday rolls around and the friend of his that was there that night messages me asking about my friend that was supposed to come. He then goes on to say that he he has the inside scoop for me. He informs me that the guy just intended to use me and wants nothing more. He had previously told me he's not like that as he only has slept with one other person, his ex. This friend of his tells me that he has no intention of taking me seriously and even asked me if I noticed him texting his ex the whole time and his ex came back to town a month ago and they slept together. I'm confused about why his friend would throw him under the bus like that. He even went so far as to say, you're a good kid, so I'm going to keep you informed on where his head's at. But right now I think he's just fucking around. This is so weird.
1: I have an early theory. Okay.
0: Well, hold on. Is this just guy talk? I'm going to say this right now. This isn't guy talk to me. This is, this is insane and feels like a horror movie. And it makes me feel like he, so I'm sorry you went through this. Cause I mean, even the way she explained it, like we went in the basement, made out and fucked. And then I didn't feel great. And then this guy out of nowhere, like is like, Hey, he just doesn't see you as a serious option. Like, yeah. I don't like any of this. I confronted my guy about it, asking about if his was intention the whole time. He tells me, "No, I don't use people as rebounds. I'm just confused because I haven't been single in 6 years and not used to the to girls liking me." I also don't like that he came with an excuse right after. Like, "No, I don't use people as rebounds.
1: I'm just confused." Like, he could have stopped right there. Yeah. He could have just said, "No, that's not true." Yeah. As there, And we're feeling this out.
0: As there is a girl in his class that likes him, uh his friends even said he tried to pawn me off on him so he could have the schoolgirl. They joke around, They joke around. so this was probably a joke. No, that's not a joke. He tells me he is just talking to people platonically, and he is interested in me, but he uh, likes what we're doing now, which is hanging out and talking to each other every day now with the sex. I want to know if I should keep talking to him and trust his words over his friends that he isn't using me. He did tell me that he isn't ready to date after he said he wanted to take me on a date. And he talks to me constantly. That's ridiculous. And I'm not laughing at her. I'm laughing at just how insane this is. And he talks to me constantly every single day. Sincerely, eternally confused by men. She said, is she in college still?
1: I forget that part. I forget that part. This sounds very high school to me. It
0: sounds very high school. It sounds, this is a, so P, please give your early theory. I have some thoughts, but please, what do you think?
1: I don't know. Like, if if it if it is a weird thing where all the guys in this weird group of friends are like, yeah, I think we could fuck her, um, I think that that's the best move, to have sex and have the friend be like, oh, yeah, like, he's just a bad guy, but I care about you. Like, this is, like, some sort of,
0: like, game they all play to see if they could all they can all her? Yeah, like- they
1: can all have sex with her. I don't know if these guys are that sophisticated. I don't know if they have that much... You know, planning or game, um, but I don't understand why this guy's friend, who his friend would go back and talk to her, and then and then that guy would somehow still be his friend after he squealed on his friend. You know what I mean? Like, like I, if if I, if that ever happened in my friendships, uh, the dude that I'm friends with would never be friends with me yeah, again. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. That's against the bro code.
0: There's something weird going on.
1: There's something really weird. And
0: when I I don't when I see a house on fire. I don't go investigate. <laughs> yeah, I fucking run away. Okay, <laughs> this is a burning house. Yes, I'm sorry that you got involved with this guy. I feel badly like anyone that has sex and walks away feeling regretful about it. I feel bad about. It. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want you to feel that way. I mean, you from the email, she says it was consensual. I'm you know said you know I I do understand someone walking away from sex going uh maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I, that can happen in a totally natural and, and consensual mm-hmm. way as well. Mm-hmm. My point is to say, you should f- if you don't feel good, then walk away, I, I yes. and also you don't have to figure this out. You're not fucking Nancy Drew. You don't need to figure out why the friend, or who the friend, we're here trying to figure it out because you email, but all I care about is the emailer and I want you to run away. I want you to stop taking <laughs> their calls, I want you to get away from these people, it's toxic. It doesn't. This is not how men joke around. Like you're to, we have two men here.
1: Yeah, we, guys aren't. I, I don't know. I this reminds me of something that Jamie has said to um to friends recently, and it, it's it's been a common theme in our girlfriends, uh, or our friends that are girls' lives, mm. is that um possibly she could be um chasing after this guy because he's a, he's a challenge you know she she sure. might not even care about him or if this guy committed to her she might not fully even be interested in who he is because he sounds like he's kind of a dope yeah,
0: yeah, yeah uh yeah.
1: and she would he'd probably be the kind of guy that eventually she'd be like oh my god yeah jason are you coming jeez god jason yeah. you're such an idiot um, but because he's a challenge, she's interested and she wants to solve the puzzle and she wants this validation, especially since she's pretty early in mm-hmm. her love life and her sex life to be like, I'm good at this and I have a win under my belt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, you don't have to win this one. The best way to win is to get out of the burning house, as you said.
0: Totally. I, I And I'll also say this. She she wrote something in her email uh, that's very specific and it to me... She wrote it because it means something to her, Mm -hmm. but I will tell her it means nothing to me. Okay? (laughs) And he... Okay, ready? I want to know if I should keep talking to him and trust his words over his friends that he isn't using me. He did tell me he isn't ready to date after he said he wanted to take me on a date. And he talks to me constantly every day. I don't care that he talks to you every day. And I Mm -hmm. know it's important to you, Listen, fingers and feet. If it's only happening on his hands, it ain't happening with you. Mm. He's never using his feet to come see you. Okay, Ah, so he's only using his fingers to talk to you. He's only texting. You guys don't exist to each other. I could text someone every day for the rest of my life and never, never want to see them. Never go and see them. Never have a real relationship with them. It's not real. So, just because you text every day doesn't mean that this is a more important relationship to him.
1: Yes. And that makes it sound like they talk. They actually talk. Maybe they talk, even if it's on the phone. I
0: don't give a shit. If he won't even make a day with you after he said, let's make a day, then cancels, then Mm -hmm. the only time you get together is when he brings you to the basement to fuck. Uh uh. (laughs) J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. I'm going to tell you right now this is a sponsor. I use Noom. I like Noom. Um, I I I I like all of our sponsors. There's some that I'm like I you know that they they kind of do a blanket ad that I I hope it helps people like mm-hmm. like the recruiter ad. I'm like I, I hope there's someone out there for this. I don't know. Away luggage is a part of my life. Ah. Away luggage. I am right now. I've been away since November 23rd and I will be gone until December 14th. Jesus. I'm living out of an Away suitcase. Yeah. It is such a good product. I stand by it. It, is the, it fits in the overhead. You never have to worry about it. I've never been stopped to be like, put it under the plane. Away luggage is the best luggage I've ever used, and I, I, I
1: can't, if you need a suitcase or you're not happy with your suitcase, this is the one you need to get do you use a way I don't use a way now but I am looking for I'm like are you in the market I'm in the market and I'm actually looking them up on Instagram right now because i i want to see what they look like I want to see if they have spinners i want to see what they s-
0: sleek wheels i I walk with it not you know my shoulder doesn't hurt from dragging it you don't have to drag yeah it, it pushes along uh I mean I have to read what they wrote because they asked me to but i i, I can't there's the carry-on, a light, and then there's the bigger carry-on. Um, I have the bigger carry-on, and I gave, I the bigger carry-on. Uh, our carry-on just sized up to make the most uh, of the make the most of the overhead bin. So the bigger carry-on is the one I have because it fits in the overhead bin. A lightweight and durable shell that makes it uh, last for a lifetime of travel. 100-day trial lets you try uh, any away product on the road. A limited lifetime warranty means they'll fix or replace your bag if it ever gets damaged. Uh, Key features, suitcase are designed to last a lifetime. But if any part of your suitcase breaks away, stands out, uh, standout customer service team will arrange to have it fixed and replaced ASAP. Hundred day uh, trial on everything away makes free shipping. Get away offline too. You can go see it for yourself. New York, Austin, L.A., San Francisco, Boston, Chicago have stores. <clears throat> Personal experience. I use it every week. Um, it's fantastic. It's thoughtfully designed, durable. Um, it's very organized. It's easy to carry up and down stairs. Uh, minimal design makes it look. It's just. I gotta say, like I- I'm telling you, it's a great gift. The wheels don't stick. Laundry bag for dirty clothes. Built-in lock that TSA won't question. Um, it has a battery that you can put in it so you can charge your phone. Um, I got to say, it's it's really... I'm really happy with the Away suitcase. So for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash jtrain20. That's awaytravel.com slash jtrain20. Use promo code jtrain20 during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash JTrain20, promo code JTrain20 during checkout. Listen, people, um, I got to tell you, get it. It's fucking great. I'm and getting
1: one. I, I I buy a suitcase every three months and then I throw it away what? because the wheels break. And uh, I use oh, a brand. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm not. I'm not using a. That away. made me that's, angry. I know that's the problem. I uh, I will buy a um uh and um uh <laughs> and the uh Sunlight luggage. I, they're great for about two or three months and then you know
0: well, listen. Away just said they'll replace it if it's two to three months, but it, this isn't going to happen. I've had mine. Um, my girlfriend bought it for me as a gift, and I've had it ever since. And listen, I, I got to like I've had it right, try- It's great.
1: I'm trying it out. I'm gonna. I'm totally gonna get one of those because I'm tired of buying luggage every three months. <laughs> yeah, you but, shouldn't be doing. And by that. the way, I went on their website, and the luggage that I buy costs exactly as much as that, but they don't replace it. Um, uh, I mean, don't my any- All right, I'm doing right.
0: this. And get your free money, J Train Twenty. Uh going from fuck timber to cuffing season, <laughs> J Train. Love listening to you on my commute every day, sending you infinite amounts of gratitude for giving us the male perspective on dating. Let me get to it. Back in the summer, I went on a date with this guy I met on Hinge. We had sex on our first date, hung out a few times after, but that was really... But it was uh, always purely physical. Late night, you up text, drinks, and sex. I wasn't ready to date or looking to be in a relationship, but now I'm catching feelings. Should I tell him? Also, would love a celeb lookalike from Classic Shell my Instagram is this. I mean, people send in celeb lookalikes. She's very cute, very... You're you're hot, but... uh. Shelby's not here to give a celeb look like.
1: I can tell a, you he who has she a looks talent
0: like. for selling. I mean, you may be good too. She, she looks
1: is. like Topanga from Boy Meets World. Oh, that's who she looks like. I see it. There yeah. you go. She's cute. What do you think? What do you? How does she? I think she's cute, but I don't see that kind of thing. You know, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, Jamie just stormed out. <laughs> yeah, Jamie stormed out. She slammed the door. Beanie flew off their head. Um, how
0: does she reopen? Because it sounds like this kind of, you know, had its moment. And mm-hmm. then she's like, I kind of like, you know, I think I could like this guy. How does she reopen?
1: Or try to figure this out with them. It's tough because people always say, hey, take it slow. Yeah. And take it slow in the modern day dating world doesn't mean that you wait to have sex. It means that you have sex over a period of time. Mm-hmm. You kind of get to know each other between then. Mm-hmm. And then you decide that you want to be in a relationship. Yeah. And so I would say that this is actually not bad. This is just really they took it slow. And here's what I would also say. I
0: agree with you totally. Mm-hmm. Don't hold yourself to this weird standard that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Because she says it in her email, we would do late night texts and you up texts and we'd fuck. Here's what you say. Hey, I enjoyed our time together. Do mm-hmm. uh, you want to hang out? And then let him propose a hangout that you want with him. If he says, yeah, I'll see you at 2 a.m. again. Uh-huh. you go, Well, no, that's not really what I mean by that. You can y- say that. And you have to yeah. be, I think the, 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 the struggle here is to not be offended. Mm-hmm. Because you might, he might go, well, yeah, let's, because that's what he's used to. Yeah, you have he, a
1: contract with him that you do this one thing.
0: Exactly. And it's like, now it's time to renegotiate. So you could say to him, hey, um, no, I understand why you want to do I mean, I like meeting up with you at 2 a.m. too, but I also kind of like your personality and kind mm-hmm. of want to see where this can maybe go. Do you want to do dinner? And then he'll go, yes, sir. he'll make a plan or he won't.
1: Yeah, he might actually be thinking – I, I really dig this girl. I'd love to go to dinners with her, but he feels weird about it or I, I don't know what his, what this guy's history is if he's a relationship guy, uh, if he's not, if he's a player. Um, I don't know a lot about this guy, but um, you know it sounds like they've spent a lot of time together. It sounds like they've gone back to each other. If she's catching feelings for him, I want to know why that is. I want to know if she's catching feelings because they've had a lot of really good talks,
0: or because it's cold, or you know, like she's yeah, she's because at she's like, attracted she's to lot, him pulling away. I, I'm with I'm with you on that. I I think that's like the problem with the, you know, cuffing season exists for a reason, and it, and people claim it starts in, that's why I started talking about fucktember and fucktober, mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's not cuffing season. Cuffing season is like nowish. Yeah, it's you don't leave the house as much. It's January February. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to go out. I want to do things. I want to be alone, but maybe I want to be alone with someone that I can be alone with. So you have to suss it out, look in the mirror, be like, "Eh, so, but part of that is like, hey, let's do dinner.
1: And he has to be up for that. And you have to be up for that too. And that's also a very simple request if totally. if, he, if this guy's going to be somebody who's going to be fun to be in a relationship with if you say to him hey do you want to go to dinner and he freaks out mm. then that's not you're not going to enjoy spending time with him he's not going to meet your family yeah he's not the one it's and
0: and you have to do one before the other so if you can't get to one can't get to the other yeah J-Train Podcast at gmail.com Train podcast at gmail.com my boyfriend doesn't want to marry me We're here with Pete Lee (laughs) at Pete Lee, Pete Lee, Pete Lee (laughs) on Instagram. Go follow, go support Raleigh, Bray Improv. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Snuggle Storm Podcast. Snuggle Storm Podcast. Also, go Google Pete Tonight Show. You can watch his set. You a set. You can watch
1: uh, twenty five, or actually, it's a, it's closer to thirty minutes of material because each set has been closer to six minutes. So it's you can watch fucking hilarious. You can watch my half hour special that's cut up on the Tonight <laughs> Show with Jimmy Fallon, yeah, hugging with me him at the introducing,
0: end. yeah, hugging you every five minutes. That'd uh-huh. be a funny special if you put it together. Just just, just Jimmy <laughs> hugging uh, just hugging you.
1: I think that when I do it a, a Netflix special, <laughs> I'm going to have Jimmy come out and hug me every six <laughs> minutes. Yeah, that, that's I mean, be something. Yeah, uh,
0: I've been listening to it for as long as I've been with my boyfriend. Love what you do, keep it up. My boyfriend of almost three years doesn't want to marry me. To make matters worse, we are in a long-distance relationship where I live across seas. Uh, A little background, we met in February, the year after I graduated from college in a Midwest state. I had a temporary work visa at the time, and I knew I had to leave at the end of the uh, summer. He also knew that I had eventually to eventually leave. We didn't become a couple until April. Somehow decided to keep the relationship going, even though my deportation was coming up. First time I left was for three weeks. Then I returned and lived with him for two months. Then I left again because I had to find work back home, since I couldn't work in the states on my tourist visa. I came back for Christmas, Easter the following year, and he visited me, and we went back and forth. It is really hard every time I have to leave him, his family and all my friends and adapting back home has been the most difficult part because I don't feel like I belong here and my real family isn't that close to me. Now we've been going on for almost three years and my boyfriend is saying he's not ready for marriage yet and he wishes he could get to live together before taking such a big step. But our situation is different we know that the only way we can be together is if we get married and do the 90 day fiance thing. Great show. I don't know if you watch. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. I 100% would would quit my job, pack up all my things, and move there for him. But he says he's not ready to get married. I feel torn because I wish um, he would feel the same way about, uh, about me the way I do for him. But I can't force someone to marry me. It boils down to breakup or marriage, and I don't know how much longer I will be able to wait for him because I feel like I'm living my life on hold just for someone to marry me. Uh, it boils down to break, uh, uh, waiting for something that might not ever happen. At what point do I rip off the band-aid and break it off? Uh, do you think he will ever be ready, or do you think he just doesn't want to marry me? I'm scared to end it, too, as I don't have many friends in my home country, and if I don't have him, I really have no one to talk to. I really hate it here, and I wish you would just help me so we could be happy together. If it makes a difference, he turns 30 in a couple months, and I turn 27, I'll also be flying back to visit him and his family for the holidays, but not sure if this should be the last time I do. Any advice is appreciated. Uh, So it's interesting. So she went to college in the States. Mm -hmm. So she had the college visa. They met on a temporary work visa and had to leave at the end of the summer. So then she has this, it's interesting because she has this connection to the States because mm-hmm. she was here during her like formative years. Yeah. So I understand why like back home feels a little bit more low, like her home country feels lonely because like, like I know I, I, I would understand that like I went to Penn state after like people yeah. are like, where do I go in Boston? I'm like, I'm from outside of Boston in high school. Mm hmm. I didn't live there as an adult. I went to college in Pennsylvania, and then I made friends there, and I moved to New York. I'm more of a New Yorker than I am a Bostonian at some point.
1: Yeah, and it's it's hard to go back to where you're from and make friends because you've got a lot of people there that you don't really like, and you're like, what am I going to become closer with them?
0: And the relationships have formed. Mm-hmm. Just like you formed relationships in the Midwest when you were away. Mm-hmm. They have too, and they've moved on, and it's tough to make adult friends. Like That's just the, the, the reality. Yeah. What do you think about But the boyfriend says he's not ready. Like She's ready to drop everything. Yeah, I, but uh, everything isn't everything. I know it's
1: like, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, being ready to take that step marriage wise at that age Mm -hmm. is a big thing. And I think, I think she does have to acknowledge that. Yeah. Because they're
0: 20. Oh, she says, uh, she's 27 and he's 30.
1: Yeah. There, I mean, there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of girls that are like, Oh, why won't he just marry me? And I'm like, just marry you. Like I've been divorced. It's. It's a nightmare <laughs> yeah. to get a divorce, even if it's the easiest divorce possible. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And I think that just like how guys are like, let's just hook up, and women are like, but what about if there's kids? Yeah. Like, men think about the back end of it like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, women are like, let's just get married, and guys are like, but what if it turns bad and we get a divorce? And then, sure. like, men are- I'm think- with you. I'm with you 100%. And so I think that, um, I think this guy probably- is very in love with you. I think that, uh, you know, he probably wants to be with you, but he probably is just buckling under this pressure. Uh, that's a lot of pressure Mm. of, uh, cause it's, it's, you think he
0: wants to marry her?
1: Um, I think that he could potentially want to, but maybe he's not ready. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like I, this, this was, is a really complex issue because they're, it, I mean that it's so much pressure. Like she, he would move her there. They've been together temporarily. They would have to see if they're good together permanently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would attach himself to her citizenship. Yeah. Um. There's just there's a lot there, and it's it's simpler than just like does he like me or does he not? And um. I, also, I,
0: here's another thing.
1: I, I. Fuck. Oh, did you? Oh, I think it all it all cut off. I
0: yeah. <laughs> um. Here's another thing. Nobody. I mean, this is a very. She's kind of looking for what a guy would look for in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Like in the fifties, a guy would be like, "You come here, you you come move here, and I'll take care of you." Yes, because she says in her email something that would scare me.
1: <laughs>
0: um, she wrote something. Then I left again because I didn't find work. Um. I don't feel like I belong here. My real family isn't that close to me. Now we've been going on for almost three years. My boyfriend is saying he's not ready for marriage and he wishes we could just live together before taking such a big big step. Um, Oh, here's the sentence that scared me. It's really hard every time I have to leave him, his family and all of my friends, and adapting back home has been difficult because I don't feel like I belong here and my real family isn't that close to me. I'd be like, okay, fuck. I am your one trip out of fucking out, you know, out of, out of what you are saying is your version of not great. I don't yeah. want to, you know, I, and I would say if somebody like, I think men are very, um, practical or mm-hmm. are ma- w- less romantic, more practical, just like you're saying where it's like, so, sh- so now I have to, so now I have to move her hair. Mm-hmm. I have to help her with the visa. Um, I'm her only way out. And then, and she's basically saying to me like, save me from this family that I don't have. And you're my family and you're, and
1: I'd be like, that's a lot of pressure. So now he has to be a a white knight too. Yeah. I would just, you know, my advice to her is just, um, realize that that's, that's a big ask and have, have, have some empathy for him. And I feel like even with her, Putting herself in her in his shoes and maybe even telling him that and yeah. having a conversation, he might soften and go, okay, uh, I'm not feeling so crazy. But if she said understands to her, me. If he
0: said to her, he's 30. He's not 22. Mm-hmm. If he said to her, I'm not ready to get married. They've been doing this for three years. Like yeah. To me, the situation is built for him. Yeah. The situation is built where he knows when she comes, he knows when she leaves. He can be a good boyfriend during those times and then he can say, "Hey, the clocks are different. And I couldn't call you back because it was nighttime here when it was daytime there." Yeah. I under, like to me, you figured that shit out. You understand it. Like to me, you've had enough time. Yeah. And right now at 27, you're stunting your ability to meet new people in your home country. Mhm. You I I think you're treating him right now as a way out. More than a relationship you want to be a part of, and I think it goes both ways. Yeah, you're a way out for him; he's a way out for you. You're a way out for him because he's never not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. He gets all the fruits on the, whenever you visit, and he gets vacation sex anytime in his
1: hometown. Yeah, he gets coming back together sex yeah. after we haven't seen each other in a while, and that does. If you're in a relationship for three years, you're not. You're not still having the no. beginning sex three years into it. This guy's still having he's that. He's still
0: having that, and he doesn't have to answer anybody. When he goes out on a on a Tuesday, No, there's no dynamic that's been a real relationship for you guys. It's yeah. been vacation all the time. And for you, you're getting the last ship out of Saigon. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... And to me, if he's willing to... It's hard to tell someone, I don't want to marry you. Mm-hmm. I think it's got to end. I, I I think you got to like. I think you got to. I think you have to create a life that doesn't make it such a desperate escape from your home country.
1: Yeah, I would. I would call his bluff on the ultimatum because right now he can have his cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also, if you really do want to be with him, I would take some of the risk out of it for him. I would. Uh, I would figure out a way wow. to get a work visa in America with a company that yep. will grant you one with the thing that you do for a living. I would put That's yourself near him mm-hmm. uh, because she doesn't just love him, she loves America because yeah, we're l- awesome. Oh, totally, and number one. And so even if this guy breaks up with her, she's going to be where she wants to be.
0: I'm with you on that advice. It, make it a personal thing. You know, Make it your own thing. So it's like, yeah. hey, I want to let you know that I'm trying to move to the states. I'm trying to move closer to you. I am doing this. this. I'm doing this. This is my thing.
1: Yeah, they they say that one of the one of the biggest killers of love and romance in a relationship is obligation. Mm. Uh, when you get married and you live together and you have kids and a mortgage and all these car leases, you are now you have to go out on a date on a Saturday night because you are obligated. Mm. You uh, this is the person you have to go on the date with, not the person that you're choosing to go on the date with. Yeah. So this guy is going like instead of it being his idea and him being like man I love her I want to marry her mm-hmm. he's feeling like well now I have all this pressure and I'm obligated to marry her and nobody wants to do anything that they're obligated to do I'm with you that's a
0: that's great that I I think you nailed it because yeah. if and, and it, so the advice, take away the obligation as much as you can.
1: Take away the obligation.
0: Because uh, we both said it in the beginning. We're like, oh, man, that's a lot of pressure on him. Mm-hmm. And this is two guys telling you that. Yeah. And it's not that you're not great. It's not that you're not wonderful. But the dynamic right now is a dynamic where he really doesn't owe you much. Mm-hmm. And then you're asking him to change it to he owes you everything.
1: Yeah, he he has to do everything. And like I won't say her name, but I'm looking at it. And her name is like... Uh Huden And I guarantee you that she has like icy blue, beautiful eyes and she's Icelandic hair and perfect and gorgeous and all that She's stuff. the luckiest thing that has ever come into this guy's life. Totally. And so take away the obligation and he will he that lens will come free from his eyes and he will see you for who you really are. J Train Podcast at jima.com Pete Lee, thank you for coming on. Ah, oh, thank you so much for having me. Always a
0: pleasure. This is great. You're fantastic. All of you go follow Pete Lee at Pete Lee, Pete Lee, Pete Lee. He's coming to your town. He's done stand up all over the country and go check out the, uh, tonight show.
1: Check out my tonight shows. Check out snuggle storm podcast. Uh, I just moved to LA. This has been fun to hang out. Cause, uh, I like, I'm still making guy friends here. Sure. I've, I've been doing a joke on stage where, uh, um, I've been on dating websites, even though I'm in a relationship, hoping that a guy catfishes me that just <laughs> like really gets me. <laughs> Wants to be my best friend I, named I Doug. But, um, <laughs> Oh no! This has okay. been this has been a great guy hang. I miss you. Uh, it's great to see you, man. Yeah, it's so I'll good miss to you see too. you
0: too. So listen, uh, all of you go follow Pete. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. We'll be back next episode. Boom.